I'm being joined right now by Professor Peter Lynham. Hello. Hello. How are you going, Corey? Oh, look, I'm, I'm doing just fine, just pushing all the buttons by myself. Uh... <laughs> hey, yes. That's a challenge. So, okay. <laughs> This is a very interesting that you sent me earlier this afternoon about what you wanted to talk about. So I think I'll let you lead the discussion here and I'll ask you some follow-up questions, yeah? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's a really striking story that there's a group of Jewish, well, how should we call them, radicals, conservatives? Yeah, uh, they're written in these articles as such, aren't they? Yes, they are. Um, so they're trying to revive the very ancient custom that the families at the time of Passover or Pesach as they call it um, should have their should sacrifice a lamb in the temp on the on the site of the temple and then eat it as their fam family Passover celebration but of course there isn't a temple there now yes. there's the mosque um, the great dome of the rock and um, so the it's an interesting testing point for a Jewish government that currently is showing quite a lot of sympathy with these Jewish radicals and their desire to uh, claim as many Jewish rights at the expense of others as they possibly can. And you, it makes you wonder whether in fact... Now, what's the sum that they've offered if somebody will do it? It's a significant amount of money. Uh, yeah, so they've got three different categories here, and by them, we're talking about Back to the Mountain. This is the movement. Yep, yep. Um, and so the three categories is this. A person detained by police, you get 1,200 Israeli shekels, which is 330 American dollars. If you get arrested inside the complex with a lamb, you get 2,500 shekels, or $690. Or if you succeed to offer a lamb or young goat on the Temple Man itself, you'll get 20,000 shekels or 5,500 US dollars, <laughs> which is a lot. And it sounds like a bit of a capping stunt, to be honest, but... Yes, uh, yes. but it's a lot more serious than that. Yeah. Um, but there's so, a, Sorry, you go, you go. <laughs> and, I mean, it just awakens all the complexities of both the present um, government of Israel, but also of how you navigate a holy site sacred to three religions, mm. and you're pushing in opposite directions. I mean, this is a very interesting thing as well, because politically speaking, um, Israel just had a newly installed national security minister, uh, yes. Ben Gavir, who, yep. according to these articles, had actually tried this little thing himself back in 2006 <laughs> yes. attempting to perform the Passover sacrifice and although there's there's plenty of times in the past where he's advocated um, for Jewish people to be able to take part in this um, thing um, given his new political or government position rather he hasn't he hasn't said anything just yet yeah, I think even Netanyahu and his bent towards the right, towards the Jewish, um, well, the conservative Jewish element in this government, even Netanyahu knows that this is going a really extreme direction. And it's an extreme direction because this, the original Jewish temple on that side 
well, there, were, there, were, there was one destroyed by the Babylonians in 536 BC. There was a second one. Uh, well, it was second one was rebuilt under the Persians and then further rebuilt by Herod the Great and finished just a few minutes, a, a few, a few years before the Jew, the Romans utterly destroyed this temple. Mm. in in 69 AD and I mean that was a massive disaster because since then no Jewish sacrifices have ever been offered on that site and indeed the Passover feast today doesn't have a lamb at the center of it mm. and the Passover lamb is completely made available um <laughs> the, it's done sometimes in recreations, but in general, Jews don't have a Passover lamb anymore in their annual family celebration. Mm. So it would be an enormous shift to go back to sacrificing a lamb. And you might argue that this is only a stunt because, after all, um, in the old days, Back before the destruction of the temple, uh, it was in fact the, the the priests who made the sacrifice. Uh, incidentally, there are still some sacrifices going on. Islam has occasional once a year there are there are sacrifices uh, of animals, often in popular uh, Islam, mm. and sometimes uh, the the Samaritan. Um, who are a little group of less than a thousand people left over um, from the time when they were carted off to Babylon 500 years, 2,500 years ago. They still sacrifice animals, but of course they don't have the sacred side of the temple. They have a different sacred side. So it, it raises lots and lots of interesting questions. I mean, I don't know what you think about animal sacrifice. I guess to most of us it sounds pretty macabre. It it does sound like something that we probably should have left uh, back in the past, maybe a few thousand years ago. Um, because I mean, here's a question for you: and from a religious perspective, when we look at the act of sacrifice in this sense, mm. is it is it really all that common and mainstream? The sacrifice of animals and the and other types of you know sacrifices of fruit or of um, the harvest is extremely common mm. in the traditions of most religion. Uh, Christianity um, claimed that there was only ever one sacrifice required, mm. and that was the sacrifice of Jesus, who was seen as the Passover lamb of Christian. Right. So so Christianity has never condoned animal sacrifice and yet has read from an Old Testament where the whole thing starts, if you like, with Abraham thinking that he is called by God to sacrifice his son and then finding a lamb and sacrificing it instead. And that's generally seen as the beginning of the Jewish sacrificial system. Right. Um, is, is, this but, a, is this the book of Numbers that you're referencing here? It, back, no, back in Genesis, right at the very first book of the Bible. Oh, right. Okay. Um, but then you have a whole, you're right, in Numbers, a whole complex Jewish system of sacrifices 
an enormously complex system where enormous, you know, hundreds of thousands of animals would have been sacrificed every year in the, when the Jewish system was at its height. Um, so you imagine the, how they would have ever found such animals. Mind you, they did tend to eat the animals after they'd sacrificed them, as in the Passover feast. So it wasn't as if they had lost the, um, the goodness of the meat, mm. I suppose. Uh, but, yes, I mean, even in Hinduism and in some forms of Buddhism, what what was it in Chinese Buddhism? What looks like sacrifice goes on, mm. um, but it's typically about as birds is about as far as you get in terms of living being. Right. Uh, and I, I mean, yet there is a very very powerful symbolism in sacrifice, and I think this is what has been significant in in history and why even in the way that Christians remember the death of Jesus. Mm. And remember, we're coming right up to Easter, which is yes. the big moment. How topical. That. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yes, precisely. Mm. And, um, and in that, it's the notion that the sacredness of human life or of animal life is seen in blood. Right. And, and so the poured out blood has a huge and precious value because it symbolizes the ultimate giving of something mm. when their, their blood is poured out. And so the blood is seen as sacred and therefore fitting only as part of worship. So in a way, temples in the ancient world were a kind of abattoir mm. that prepared the meat that would later be used for human um, consumption. This is some very interesting stuff and I wish we could continue on forever. Um, in fact, but let's just hope that it won't happen. <laughs> it won't happen on Friday. That's all I. <laughs> we we just had someone text in saying, "I just sacrificed fruit by cutting fijoa, opened it up, and weirdly oh, found my goodness. Yes, cross-shaped and the seed area." Yes, I kid you not. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and and fruit sacrifice doesn't seem so bad. In fact, it's quite interesting that in some traditions there was an attempt to. There was a vegetarian Bible that was produced. A vegetarian reread, Bible? Which reread all the sacrifices as actually being animal skins stuffed with fruit. Um, and that was the way they got around all those pictures of animal sacrifice. Right. Oh, that's that's a bit spooky. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. It's like the random fall. There well, we are. Thank you so much, Peter, for this edition of That's the Spirit. I'm very interested to see what happens next week. Oh, actually, no, we're not on next week. We won't be on next Monday, but holiday for us both, but N never mind. When, when we next get together. Very good. Thanks.